A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Friday, August 14th. Instead of the sound of metal weights and ambient voices abounding in the cavernous environs of Gold's Gym, there was a soul TV on with little attention being paid to it. And that's what bothers Don Murphy, Gold's Gym franchisee in Newburgh and the town of Wallkill and those regulars who worked out prior to the closure of these facilities by COVID-19. Gyms and theaters are still closed, but the New York State Fitness Alliance has put together a plan that includes pages of precautions that it believes should end the ban on closed gyms, says Murphy. We think we've done enough to safeguard and provide a safe environment in the gyms with the reopening plan that's been put together by the New York State Fitness Alliance. But if there's something in the plan that's deemed unsafe or something more that needs to be added or amended, we are open to that dialogue and we'll make it happen. Orange County Executive Stephen Newhouse also works out at a gym on a daily basis. He's urging gym owners and members to lobby Albany harder to reopen those facilities. The State Public Service Commission has adopted terms of a joint settlement with Con Edison and Orange and Rockland Utilities, its subsidiary, regarding the Commission's investment into utility preparation in response to power outages during the 2018 back-to-back winter storms. The $10.75 million settlement is the largest ever of its kind for failure to adequately execute a utility emergency response plan. The Republican National Committee has rented an office in Goshen as a campaign headquarters for Shell Farley, the GOP challenger to Democratic 18th Congressional District Representative Sean Patrick Maloney in the fall election. The location targeting the regional House race will double as a campaign office for President Trump At this point, the RNC is committing just under $100,000 to rent the office, pay staffers, and run the campaign for the district. It's a three-way race, as Scott Smith of Goshen is running on the Sam Party line. By an 8-to-1 vote, the Sullivan County Legislature yesterday voted to transfer the care center at Sunset Lake to the new Sunset Lake Local Development Corporation as the first step toward leasing the 146-bed nursing home. The goal is to save millions in the operation of the center. The legislature first wanted to privatize the long-term care and short-term rehab facility, but as a compromise because of a large public outcry, lawmakers agreed to lease the facility to a private operator while retaining county control and oversight. No operator has been selected so far. Legislator Luis Alvarez cast the sole no vote. Legislature Vice Chairman Michael Brooks said this is the best option available. At the end of the day, the goal was always to provide superior care with additional services that we do not do currently. The nonprofit Sunset Lake LDC will be created to handle the lease of the nursing home, which will be overseen by a five-member panel from the community. The Republican National Committee has rented an office in Goshen, as a campaign headquarters for Shell Farley, the GOP challenger to Democratic 18th Congressional District Representative Sean Patrick Maloney in the fall election. The location targeting the regional House race will double as a campaign office for President Trump. At this point, the RNC has committed just under $100,000 to rent the office, pay staffers, and run the campaign for the district. It's unknown if the party will kick in more funding in the campaign which will be a three-way race as Scott Smith of Goshen is running on the Sam Party line. 
A ribbon-cutting for the Farley office at 25 Main Street in Goshen will be held at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Ulster County should petition the state to bring the capacity and the staffing of the county jail in line with the community need using pre-bail reform census figures. That assessment comes in a released audit of the jail operations by County Controller March Gallagher's office. The audit noted the jail was built and licensed for a maximum capacity of 458 inmates, but prior to the bail reform reductions at the beginning of 2020, the average daily census declined. Despite those declines in inmate population, there's been no commensurate reduction in staff or costs, says Gallagher. Even before bail reform, we should have been taking action to reduce the size of the facility, which requires, you know, the sheriff to petition to the New York State Commission on Corrections. County Executive Patrick Bryan said the jail is a shrine to a bygone era of mass incarceration. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.